Say your name. Say, my name is Jackson. I'm a cat. And what do you like to do? I like to. Who's your favorite person? Yellow. Yellow's a uh, Hi. I want you right away. What? I want you out. Put okay. your phone away. Oh, my phone. Sorry. That's what your mom says to me all the time. I love you. Yeah, you. Yeah, I need you out. Sorry, bud. You're listening to the Mother Effin Podcast with Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. This is your weekend update with Heather and Patty. What's new with you, Patty? Well, this job is new, but y'all have heard about that. And it's going all right. When I'm there, it's great. When I'm not, it sucks because my family goes crazy. Yeah. So I'm thinking that after my commitment of through June, I think we're going to possibly go two days a week. Nice. And do maybe long days of Tuesdays and Thursdays and Mm -hmm. just get 16 hours in if the company will let me. They'll give us a little bit of extra cash and a little bit more adult time for me. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, if they say we can't do that, then I'm going to say, see ya, because I'm done. Yeah. Like, I can't. This 34 hours a week, which isn't even full, full time, it's just not good for the family. Like, I see it affecting all of us. And Chris made a comment a couple days ago, and he it was really sweet and enduring. I felt so loved by him. Just how... He likes dating me and like this job is the first thing to go because he's an adult and can handle it. So <laughs> it kind of, but then he realizes like how much he's on top of his game if yeah. he and I are connected and we haven't been able to be con- as connected because we don't get a date. So then he's off his game gotcha. and it affects kind of everyone in a weird way. Yeah. So I need to date my husband again and the job won't let me. So yeah. And the kids are okay with it, but it's just not the best. And I mean, I'm doing something there, which is great. And, I enjoy the work. Like, it's not my dream job, but I don't think anyone there, it's it's dream job because no one, I don't think, grew up as a little boy saying, you know what? I want to sell soap dispensers. <laughs> like, you know, but it's good. I don't know. How are you in work? Because you're working part-time from home. Is that working? Is it not I mean, working? yeah, I don't, it's easy to do. It's, I can do it from home. I do it with Bobby in the same room. That's not the issue we're having right now. I've actually been ramping up my comedy stuff. And that's the issue we're having with one of the kids kind of freaking out. I made a goal this year, which was to double the amount of shows I did last year. Okay. So that means... a hefty goal. Yeah. It means between five and six shows a month, which isn't a lot for a lot of people. But if you take into the fact that I'm adding classes, I'm doing the second... I'm finally getting around to the second level of improv. I'm doing some workshops... I'm doing festivals again. It's starting to take a toll. Yeah, it's a full-time job in itself. Yeah, and I, I want to start going at least to a couple open mics finally a week. I can't just let there be nothing between shows. So if you're doing one show a week, mm-hmm. you're doing two open mics a week. Yeah. That's three. Then you're doing, I mean, you're doing tons of classes, I feel like. You're doing your level two improv class. Yeah. You're doing your voice Oh, well, I haven't class. started that one yet. That Not one's your voiceover, your voice. Uh, my vocal lessons your and my vocal acting. vocal lesson, yeah. lesson and your acting lesson. Yeah. And then you had to put a hold on the voiceover because of just scheduling wise right yeah. now. 
And then are you doing a comedy class right now? Like in the sense of stand-up comedy? I am not. And that one may be the first pause in classes besides voice. I wanted to do voiceover stuff and I just, it can't fit into the schedule right now. And that's what, I mean, that was seven things. Yeah. So that's like, if you do one a night, you already are out every night. Yeah. I mean, luckily some of these classes can be done in the middle of the day. So that helps, you know, your vocal class and your acting class are done during the day. So it doesn't affect the family as much. Yeah. That's a lot to be out. It's just, it's hard. And I don't think my family can handle it. Well, you're super busy too. Cause on top of the job, you've got so much comedy stuff. You're doing the open mic still. I'm doing the open mic, which has been a saving grace, but I'm living open mic to open mic, which is not what I like at all. Yeah. So I'm trying to fit some more time to write. Mm-hmm. And I did do the level two comedy. But you uh, started no, improv. taking voice lessons and you're doing the improv practice group. Yeah. So you got a hefty load there as well. Not, no, yours is like twice as much. So I do the open mic on Sundays. I do the pro- improv practice on Wednesdays. And I started my voice over class on Wednesday nights. So really it's only two night days out of the whole week. Like yours is like five nights out of the week. I try to do a lot of the classes during the day. Just How to- many nights a week are you at? If there's a show, like this week is crazy. I have in one week, five shows. Damn, like almost girl, all my you shows. Go get it. I know. All my shows are happening in a seven day period for the most part this month. I have another one, another two towards the end of the month. I feel like we're visiting old times because we're on the same show this Friday and this Sunday. I know. And I'm like, oh, like old times. Did you actually no, warn Bonnie and not sell her not to put you after me? Uh, but I am after you, aren't I? Or no, am I not? I don't know. I can't remember. No, I didn't warn her. I did talk to Roxy, so Roxy's going to make sure I go before you. Okay. So Sweet. I'll go after you. It doesn't bother me as much. It just bothers me when it's every single time. And it was for like years. And it was very funny. We haven't been doing comedy for years. It's been like that for years. I just found it funny because finally we were on a show together at Flappers. And my I was on before you, and you were on right after me. And I said, finally, finally, Patty's going to get it. And the guy walks up, the host, goes like, we have to make a couple changes. And he's like, we're going to do this and we're going to move you here. And I said, you can just move Patty down. Like, I can, <laughs> I don't, you don't have to move me. He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. You can move Patty why down. Why did they decide not, why to move you and not I me? have no idea. I bombed that show anyway. It wasn't I was that bad. so flat. I told Dave, I apologized to Dave. And he was like, don't you ever apologize again. And See, he, was, he, he goes, do you not ever admit to anybody vocally out loud that you bombed? And he goes, because it's in your head. And maybe you did. Maybe everyone saw it and everyone mm-hmm. agrees. And he goes, but what if they didn't? And then all of a sudden you're claiming it that you bombed. And then it gets to other people that you bombed. And the people who didn't even see you are going to think you bombed when you didn't. And I was like, oh. He goes, don't ever apologize again. And then he goes, were you having fun up there? And I was like, no. He goes, well, that was your problem, wasn't it? <laughs> and I was like... Okay. At least Dave watches you. So maybe that's, that's why. That's because he was right after me. I like that's totally killed the is. crowd. And then he Dave was probably like, up. I'm tired of Heather. Move her away from me so I don't have to see her. <laughs> no. But, I'm, but that's a, I mean, that's yeah. a lot of comedy. But that's, so it was, okay. Two questions. Do you feel like you can give any of that up? Like, could you, or, or and is your family handling it okay? The family never handles changes okay as it is. Um, Anna's always going to have attachment issues. So she's always going to have a fuss about this and she can rationalize it to a degree, but she's still like every day she goes, what are you doing tonight? How long, how long are you going to be home tonight? 
And she never minds if I go to something that's after her bedtime because then, well, who cares? You're gone. I'm asleep. It doesn't matter. She never minds if it's while she's in school because, again, who cares? I'm not around to see it, so it doesn't matter. But she wants me to physically be in the house when she's in the house. So it's always going to be an issue for her, and we just have to work through it. Yeah. There's only so much. I mean, you can accommodate that to a certain degree, but a certain degree is like you're going to have to be out of the house. Yeah. It just is what it is. I have found that I was suffering from depression for a while. I think I've talked about it. And it was getting me into these kind of doldrums that wasn't making me a happy person, even Mm -hmm. with all the stuff I was doing. So surprisingly, when I was in Tennessee, I managed to get my act together and realize I got to project manage all these things. And you're good at that. It's it's, Well, and it's what, you're right. (laughs) Sorry. You're right. I am good at that. That was my career. And I'm like, why am I not project managing my comedy career? You got paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be a project manager. So just project manager. So I need to do that for my life. And I bought a book, which is, it's a little cheesy, called something about Miracle Mornings. One day we'll do a review on this. But it's a little cheesy because he talks about the secret and having a vision board. But there is something about it that makes a lot of sense to me, which is the first hour you're awake in the day is the most important hour of your day. And it's going to set the tone for the rest of your day. (laughs) That's funny because my first hour in the day right now is getting dressed in the dark, driving to work. And eating my yogurt while entering in orders. <laughs> okay. Well, so the goal is to get up an hour before everyone else. I have been steadily getting up at six, but I haven't finished the book yet. So I haven't gotten to the activities <laughs> you're supposed to do in that hour. But it's a way to basically break that hour up into 10-minute chunks and have each 10 minutes be dedicated to something and you accomplish something within those 10 minutes. Okay. So you wake up feeling, I've had this very fulfilling Hour, it has set the tone for my day and you can move forward. Tones are important. Mm-hmm. Like tones are really important. Yeah. So if you can have that sense of accomplishment, someone who has million made millions told Chris once that like or he heard from them once, didn't tell him personally, probably through a TED <laughs> yeah. talk or something, that making your bed every morning gives you the sense of oh, accomplishment yeah, yeah. and then then you carry that on so that you know that Do like you make your bed patty. No, I don't at what? all. Okay. You're crazy. Again, I. This is a whole nother conversation. It's a, it's a really good, it's actually a uh, college speech that some general gave. Yeah. Something. About the importance of making your bed every morning. And after watching that, we'd been, sometimes we made it, sometimes we didn't. I like the way a bed looks made before coming into it at night. It just looks more welcoming. And after watching that, we make our bed religiously every morning. I do not. I like, it takes me a while to get comfortable and like fresh made bed makes me feel unloved <laughs> wow <laughs> gotta unpack that that was, that was very dramatic but after a day of sleeping in it it's like you get the right spot with the right space and the right like memory foam like it just after, but the day, memory foam expands back out so you just gotta do it all over again something about a day one day old made bed Ugh, that just feels yeah. comfy there's like some like familiarity to it like there's not like Chris will make it the bed with me in it. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, Bobby oh. and I are notorious for that, doing a half side made bed. And then the other person finishes up when they get out. No, like, no. Well, he'll make it because I will sleep and then he'll get in bed, but he'll make the bed before he gets in it at night because I had gotten in and messed it up for him because I'm already sleeping. So then he fixes it again. And I'm like, that's annoying. Anyways. Um, so no, I don't make my bed because there's something to for me that's like beauty and like, a half-made bed, (laughs) 
Which Chris is the same yeah. way as you guys. She, he makes his bed every morning. He heard that general talk and was like, so you got a sense of accomplishment. At least you know you did one thing a day. Yeah. That sets the tone for the rest of the day of like you did something. Yeah. And then you can carry it on whether it's like doing something really important or just making, getting the dishes done. Like you have that sense yeah. of accomplishment to carry. So the tone makes a lot of sense. And I mentioned it before of like the mother being in charge of the tone of the household. Yeah. Like I'm realizing that without the work of, wow, okay. If I can have a better tone, then I think we'll all be more productive. Sure. I'm still not going to make the bed. But in other <laughs> words, in other ways. It's okay. Keep going about this mile. Miracle. Well, the miracle morning. I mean, miracle this morning. morning, even though I haven't finished the book, I decided I was going to accomplish one task this morning and I did all the laundry and got it folded and everything and put away. So in that hour, I caught up on laundry. So you woke up at six when everyone else wakes up at seven or you woke up at mm-hmm. five? I woke up at six. Okay. My goal is eventually to wake up at 4.30. Are you crazy? You don't go to bed till two. I go to bed at midnight. <laughs> I only need four hours of sleep. I'm fine. That's insane. I'm I'm a, what is it? A bi, they call it like a bi-rhythm sleeper or something. There are people who have different sleep patterns. And for me, I told you four to six is my sweet period. If I go over six hours, I'm going to have a bad day. I'm six to eight. And I'm just a natural short cycle sleeper. Even if I go on vacation, I've gone to Hawaii and they shut everything down at like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm back in my hotel room in bed, falling asleep at 11, I'm up by four or five in the morning. Like it's not, it, it doesn't matter that it's vacation. I'm awake. That's crazy. Because I also really love my afternoon 30 minute nap. I don't get that. I miss that. I think I could get less sleep if I actually took a nap, but there's yeah. no way I can nap in my house. Like no one would let me. Oh, you haven't heard where I nap? I go to my daughter's school to pick her up a half hour early and just park the car and go to sleep. That's brilliant. And so I just sit there waiting. I got a good spot because I'm so early. Don't have That's to wait far down it. And I just take my half hour nap right there in the car. That's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I could probably fit that in. And my kids are like, are you sleeping in the car? I'm like, yeah, I am. And it was great. And it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's actually really nice because they go to school on a very quiet street. So in the spring, if you roll down the windows, it's very pleasant. You hear the birds chirping and everything all around you. Yeah, that would be, maybe I can arrange that a little with wind, please. You know, a little wind blowing through the car. It's so nice. My issue is that I could stay up later if I have something to do. Like if I have editing to do, I mm-hmm. could stay up late or something like that. Like if I have something to do that I want to do. Yeah. I don't want to do half the things I'm supposed to do. I don't, uh, I have like two books that I need to read. One about brain, ba- brain balance and like dyslexia. And this other one about raising twin girls or tween girls, I should say, because um, I'm going to have twin girls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want twin, tween girls. Anyways, but I don't want to read those at yeah. 10 o'clock at night. Like my brain wants to be done. It's mush already. So what happens to me is that if I don't have something I want to do, then I don't do anything. And by the time I get the girls all situated and they want to cuddle and go to bed, it's like, I fall asleep. And once I fall asleep, I'm done. Yeah. So I end up going to bed by 10. So I should wake up early. But I can't wake up early because whoever's up early, then Jackson wakes up. Like notoriously 20 uh, minutes you. afterwards. So Chris is the one who has the miracle morning because <laughs> he wakes up early and does stuff and has his alone time. Yeah. Because he's way better at, he needs to wake up on his own terms and do his own thing yeah. before everyone demands stuff out of him. No, I got that. I understand. So that's that what totally. he does. Yeah. So if I did that, if we both did that, the whole family will be up. <laughs> oh, it doesn't work. All right. So you did it today and it worked. 
Just you to didn't. do laundry. I've got to figure out what it is fully. You need but to finish reading the book? Yeah, I've got to finish reading the book. <laughs> so one of the ways that I project manage is each project I ever was on got its own notebook. So I've done that again. Each one has its own notebook. I have, so have my a comedy, comedy notebook. I have a mother effing notebook. I have a comedy a la carte notebook. I have different notebooks and in them are goals and objectives. So for my year of comedy, the goal is to do 64 shows. Okay. At least five to six shows a month on target, you know, but I track that goal. For Mother Effin, it's to build up our listenership to get our branding complete and to really move forward with that. And also, very exciting news in our update of Mother Effin, Patty and her husband have so graciously carved out a spot for us as they... Well, I'll let you tell it because I think it's a cool story and a cool way that it all worked out. Yeah. So everyone knows how Atlas Oceanic Sound and Pitcher had been letting us use their studio. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that Chris basically just moved his dojo into their studio because <laughs> they were not really using the studio as a studio. They were just using it for random stuff. <laughs> we were using the studio as a studio. They yes. were not. <laughs> so I convinced Chris. Love you, Chris. Um, and he's going to turn one of the rooms. He said, we're going to cut it in half and we're going to have an official mother effing podcast studio. We're very excited. It's going to be nice. I have it in my head really nice. Um, we're hoping to make it just as soundproof as the studio that we're recording in right now mm-hmm. um, is hoping to make it a little bit more like relaxing in the sense yes. of having like a couch and some chairs, mm-hmm. having some workstations so that we can start writing our web series that we're in the process of writing a really good, I have a notebook for that. I just haven't put anything in it yet. It's empty. (laughs) Um, It's going to be exciting. It is. So hopefully he has stages of what the dojo is going to come back with. Like he did painting and build out a couple of weeks ago. Their mirrors are coming like today. Um, Then he has to like break down a wall and get some other mats and stuff. So we're in the last phase. We are of, of it. So hopefully the goal the is by phase because you saved the best for last phase. Yes. <laughs> uh, believe me, I'll be like, so everything else is done. What about us? 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 I won't annoy him <laughs> as bad, but basically in my head, I'll be trying to ask him every day. Yeah. Um, but hopefully by the end of August, we can start. <gasps> it'll be at our one year mark almost. Almost. It'll be October as our one year mark. So for a little bit before a year, we'll have an official one place space to do interviews and do the recordings. It's going to be good. Yeah. So that's one of the goals, I guess, yeah. is that we get that done. Yes, that is one of them. And and getting up and running and making sure all the equipment we need is there and everything's good and copacetic. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. How it is. Spot. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are pretty spoiled, though. I mean, mm-hmm. once we get this spot going, so we have Studio A, which we call Atlas Oceanic yeah. Sound and Picture, because <laughs> when we have big people come in um, and the bigger, the better, we're trying to get even bigger people this year. We're going to go to that like fancy studio, yes. the Vegas room, where it's legit, yeah. legit, legit stuff. And then we have Studio B, which will be the official Mother F and Podcast yes. studio, which will be here in Burbank. Mm-hmm. And then we have Studio C, which is the Crouch, crouch Closet, <laughs> <laughs> which is the closet currently. Uh, and we're going to keep that just in case we yeah. ever need to do or do solos or yeah. whatever. And then you're going to have yours, Studio D, which is going to be the, the Dragulescu laundry room, <laughs> which is awesome. So it's, I mean, who has four studios? I know. Come on. That's the way we're going to present it. We have four locations. We have four locations. Um, we don't really recommend Studio D or C, no. mainly because you won't fit because it's a space issue. 
Or would you like to go to Burbank or would you like to go to Studio A? Um, I'm really hoping that it, we almost never need to use Studio A because our studio is like yeah. done so well. I it hope would be so nice too. to make it look nice and look done. And I think it'd be great. But that's a, a wonderful goal for us. And we thank all of you who have come on the ride so far yeah. because we're really excited about what the rest of this year is even going to pan out to. Yeah, we have some great interviews lined up. We have some great goals of people we were are asking to be interviewed. Yeah. They're going to be like some shockers if we get one of them in. Or it's going to be like, yes, we're going to be excited. Yeah. Um. So what you can do to help us is call in. Yeah. Give us your worst day ever. Give us your proud mama moment. We want to hear from you. We want to interact with you. We want to know that that you are listening and we are making a difference and that you're not alone and share your wisdoms with all of us. Yeah. Rate us on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, you know, share with your friends on your social media if you really love us. Exactly. Because we love you. We do. Oh, now I'm going to cry. Not very, well, it's common. <laughs> I just love doing this podcast. It's a great podcast. It is. <sighs> It's amazing how much it's taken our focus too. Like I realized yeah. it's like balancing the podcast with also doing stand up and like not forgetting the other things that we yeah. need to do to further our comedy career or make money. Like the voiceover mm -hmm. class. I'm like, I had so much fun. That's good. I was like, what? It made going into work the next day really hard. <laughs> like I went in and was like, why am I no. here? What am I doing? I should be doing voiceover. I should be doing other things than this. I should be doing comedy. Like this is not what I should be doing. Um, it's a really good class. I'm taking a class at Camelson and Camelson. And it's teaching me some really great things. And getting awesome. Me, it's going to be back into acting, which you don't really think about. But voiceover is essentially yeah. acting with your voice. Yeah. Which is way easier because I have a face for radio. Oh, Patty. So this works out well. I'm not going to put my... I'm okay with having a face for radio because I don't put makeup on. <laughs> so I'm good. It's not an insult. It's actually a compliment. Yeah, I gotcha. I think it's going to be a great year. And I think that now that I've kind of gotten my act together and reinvigorated myself to project manage, it's going to be a lot of stuff finally moving along and, and becoming more successful. I think my comedy is going to get better. Oh, it is. You're taking so many classes and doing so much. You're yeah. focused on it. It's amazing. Like I am really impressed with you. Oh, thank you. Uh, Renee and I were talking about it and she was like, I feel like you do so much, Patty. I'm like, I do nothing compared to Heather. I was like, Heather's taking it on. Like she has these goals and she's like working. She's doing things nonstop. She's constantly working towards it and doing five shows a month and classes. I was like, that's, she's like, I don't know how she does it. I don't have three kids and she does it. And I'm like, I know. I abandon them. <laughs> oh, to a certain extent you do. Yeah. <laughs> I figure if I put the dinner on the table, then I've done my monthly, my motherly duties for the day. That's true. Like, I, I have made you a hot sometime. meal. I have made you a hot meal. You're I, fine. This whole job thing's preventing really good meals on the table. I never make <laughs> good meals on the table. Three ingredients or less prevents a lot of good meals. Oh, so. Patty. I'm really happy that Chris sees the comedy as something more than just like a hobby. A hobby. Yeah. As well as something more than just like going to make money. Like he has, there's no stress to make money yeah. on it. It's more like you love this. You're a better person because sure, yeah. you do this. I see. He sees the intangible in it. Yeah. That he's very supportive and I appreciate that greatly because it's, I have no stress. Like I went into that voiceover class and it's like half of the people are trying to pay their bills with something. And so yeah. they're thinking this is another avenue. And to me, I'm like, mm, I just, I'm having fun. If it yeah. earns some money, you'll be good. You know, like, and I do have goals of earning money with voiceover, but at the same time, it's like, I have no stress 
but it has to be done by the first of the month. Sure, sure. You know? I think what's great is, I think people always think relationships have to be 50-50. And I put my husband through college. I worked three to four jobs at a time while going to school. I, When he got his first job in Vegas, I drove back and forth from my final year at UCLA, still had a job in Vegas at the same time, still worked a job at UCLA. Um, wow. And I, I busted my ass. And when he wanted to take Dragulesco Studio as its own company on its own, he wanted to stop working for people and make that a full-time company versus a part-time, I worked my ass again and supported everything to make sure we could do it and get to the point. So in a way, I feel like he thinks, and he's very positive for it, this is his investment back into me. That's cool. You've spent all this time making sure I could succeed. So we're going to spend this time making sure you can succeed. So the goal eventually, you know, that I've put out there and putting out in the universe so hopefully it'll happen is in a year or two, getting that comedy a la carte theater up and running and having my own theater, and my own place and yeah. running it there. And that's what I want to have. And even he's excited about it. He's like, maybe we'll get so good. We'll open a second location in Honolulu. I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> that's awesome. I, that's what, I dream of that, Bobby. Let's move to Honolulu. Just have our comedy club there and everything. But that's the goal and that's the dream is to make this into to something that's viable. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I get so yeah. excited for you. Like, I'm like, oh, you're going to do it. You're going to do so. it. And I'm going to watch. And I'm going to be right here supporting you. And You'll be in the first show when the comedy well, computer I'm, opens. I better. <laughs> um, yeah. I, and then and part of me is like, mm, and I'll have a place to always perform. Yeah. Of here course. and there going. It's just awesome. It is. There's big dreams. I don't think you ever stop dreaming. I don't think people should. No. And I didn't realize comedy was going to become the new goal and the new dream in life, but it really has. And I'm so much happier for it. That's really cool. I think back to, if we want to listen to um, college talks or speeches when Steve Jobs had one, and I'm going to paraphrase and probably butcher this, but basically it was, if you get up too many mornings in a row and are miserable and happy, you have to make a change and you have to start doing what's going to make you happy. And that's what happened. I woke up too many days in a row. It was going on about two years of just waking up every day miserable to go to that job. That's a, that's not life's not worth that. No, it's not worth that at all. It's not. And I'm not miserable in my job. I just don't want to. I'd rather no. be doing something else. No, I got. That's you. what it comes down to for me. No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I can see how people get stuck. I can yeah. see how people are like, well, it's paying the bills and it's doing this and. The company I work for treats us really well. Yeah. You know, and they give the you fruit. Part, they give me free fruit. I like that free fruit. I don't have to think about my morning snack ever. I just <laughs> grab an apple or a banana and it's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad you made that change because obviously I met you. And that's yeah, awesome. That's and whatever true. you do, I'm going to be excited to be <laughs> riding on the coattails, watching and, per- and performing and just being proud of what you're doing. It's exciting. And it this is. podcast too. It's like, it's, it's exciting. exciting. I didn't. I mean, this is, this. this podcast is basically just us not being at Lancer's anymore, eating high caloric breakfast oh, of yeah. eggs and gave me and It always gave me a headache too. Oh, We're just doing what we did there. That's what I love. I, I love it. I love it. All right. What's the family update? How's Bella doing? I can't even. Okay. Skip her. How's Tony doing? I can't even. Skip I just, Tony too? <laughs> skip them all. They, they're fine. They're on their current trajectory. 
They're just being them. Is their current trajectory a failure? Yes. <laughs> a prison? <laughs> it's so frustrating. Bella goes to high school next year. Oh, my God. Okay. If she makes the volleyball team, I'm going to feel so blessed. But I don't possibly see how she can make the volleyball team. She's a Valero or something weird. A libero, and she sucks. But she's sought such an ego. She's already talking like, oh, my gosh, mom, when I'm on the volleyball team, I'm going to have to get these shorts. Oh, I'm going to wear, like, short shorts to school, mom. Oh, my gosh, when I'm on the volleyball team, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm on the volleyball team. I'm like, first of all, you can't play volleyball the way you've been playing volleyball with your hair out and about. you got to tie it back because the school she's going to is a super serious athletic school. Their athletics program is aggro. Agro. What does agro mean? Like aggressive. Okay. Like they are serious you about their or sports. Cutting down words. No, it's just that's a word. Um, they're very serious about their their sports, and they're very serious about their student athletes. Meaning, their expectation is you must maintain a C average across the board. Yeah. To play. That's like a common thing across any school. Well, some are. You have to maintain a C average overall. So you can have classes with an A's and then a class with a fail. Oh, okay. But this so one this is this one's like every single class C. has to be a C. Oh yeah, and then for a few years running, they've had volleyballs win like academic athlete award of the year, and like the last one had a four point three grade Holy point moly. average. Yeah, so that girl was doing GP, you know, ad- advanced placement classes up the wazoo while doing all of this stuff. That's insane. So I don't think. I don't think she can, if she even got on it, I don't think she could handle it. And I'm trying to be super but, but supportive. Maybe if she got on it, then that would be what makes uh, it. You know how Cassie said that she found yeah. cheerleading and it changed her life? Trust me, this then is maybe like this is it. the prayer I'm having and hoping. But I heard that at this tryout, which lasts a few hours, it's not a little tryout, it's a big tryout. There's like a mile run involved. Oi. Bella won't do mile runs. <laughs> Does she know that's a mile run involved? Uh, I'm not going to tell her. Bobby and I had a discussion about this. Oh, I was like, why not tell her and help her prep because, for it? Because she will give up then. Mm. Maybe she will push herself on the day of to at least put the effort in. But if I tell her now, you know, there's going to be a mile run. They're going to make you go through calisthenics first, you know, do push-ups and sit-ups and everything just to see where you're at. And then you're going to go do da-da-da-da-da. My fear is that she will go, well, this is going to be too hard. Forget it. And I'd rather her, because they have three volleyball teams. They have the varsity, the junior varsity, and the freshman. Okay. So my hope is that the freshman team, there's not a lot of freshmen coming to try out, and she can make the freshman team. That's my hope. And then maybe she'll realize what's in it, and then, that okay, that'd be nice. Yeah. So that she makes the freshman team. Yes. And then she realizes what's in it and sees the examples of everyone else and the other volleyball players, and, and then move, she starts yeah. moving up. She wants to better herself that way. That's So that's why... I've been hesitant about what to tell her. I told her, you know, what they look for is people who have a good attitude, even when they mess up, even when they, you know, it, it's a little bit hard, who keep pushing through. So they just want to see a really positive, upbeat attitude, mm-hmm. a person who's going to cheer the other people on. So we're trying to put the focus on that. And maybe if she's like, well, I have to have a good attitude, I better run that mile. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I'm hoping this becomes a turning point for her. I hope so, but I just am very nervous that it's not going to be. Yeah. I can see how nervous I would be. Yeah. I'm very nervous. And if she doesn't make the volleyball team, this is why I don't want to get too hopeful about it 
Because if she doesn't make the volleyball team, what does that mean? What does that mean for her going to a school where she's going to then fall in with probably kids who are not the best kids? Are you putting her in the special day class? I'm still trying. This school is awful. They will not respond back to me. I'm trying to find out if it's a diploma uh, track, special day classes. Because I found out a lot of the special day classes in the high schools are not diploma track. They're basically babysitting classes. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the reason why you hear yeah. as special day classes being a dumping ground. Because yeah. it ends up just being, fill them. Yeah. It ends up not being beneficial for them. Yeah. And she's so, she's always trying to get out of PE. So she's like, oh my gosh, mom, if I go ahead and agree to take ballet, can I get out of PE? And I'm like, no. She's like, well, my aunt took ballet as head of PE. I'm like, your aunt took three hours of ballet every day after school. <laughs> yeah. That they, was ballet. They, I know. They bypass it. You'd be taking one class a week. You don't get out for one class a week. My sister was a uh, was very serious into dance. and was is a very exceptional dancer. Beautiful really? dancer. Yeah. Uh, not me. And... <laughs> So when she got out of PE, she was dancing all the time, all the time. So it was to save her energy and everything for being able to take these dance classes. That makes sense. And so she got the waiver for it. But I'm like, you're not going to get a waiver. Also, she doesn't really want to take ballet. She wants to take hip hop because I know she wants to just shake her boobs in her butt. That's all. That's true. I'm like, I know why. Because you're. Zany did a hip hop class and I feel so bad for her. Like she wants to do it, but her brain doesn't process fast enough for the music gotcha. <laughs> like she's has a rhythm but she can't keep up with what learning the steps because yeah. her brain can't process oh, it was so sad kid. she was like i want to do ballet i was like ballet's slower let's do ballet <laughs> so yeah it's it's a tough decision bella doesn't really know what she wants to do in this world now she's considering going into fashion design we're going to attempt to bond this summer i'm going to teach her how to sew now we can oh We'll have to have an update on that. Yeah. I was like, that'd be good. I don't know about yeah. that. I just I have a question. So I think, what's your question? Because now it's bugging me. I got to ask. Am I allowed to just acknowledge and say, my daughter's a hoochie. Like she wants to dress and look like a hoe. Like, am I allowed? Am mm. I allowed to just be honest about that? Because all she wants is short shorts and tight shirts, crop shirts, and to wear fake nails and to have... Like she wants her hair curly, so she puts it in braids every night, so it's crimped, but she does it so poorly, her hair looks like trash every day. Because if you're going to do it nice, your hair has to be even plates, all the same tightness, all the same do you width. Do you ask to do it for her? Oh, she won't let me touch her. Yeah. We've had that whole thing. She doesn't let me touch her. So I've told her, I said, if you want to do it, and I explained how to, like, if you want to curl your hair, you've got to twist it. I said, but the whole thing is you have to do even sections. This is why it looks like a mess. Because like one section is a huge braid that she did loose. One is a really small, tight one. I said, you got to make it even. You got to spend time on there it. There are these things that we got for the girls and they ended up being too uncomfortable for Zandy, even yeah. though I'm going to try it again eventually. And you put the wet hair in and then it just dries like that overnight. Yeah. Try those maybe. I want her to do it with the tools that she has right now because I've given her lots uh, of other tools. That makes sense a lot too because then it's like one other thing you just spend. They're not yeah. cheap to like a hundred bucks and you're like, yeah. what? And they're going to be everywhere. Yeah, that's a, oh, maybe, maybe she is a Sahoochie. I mean, do we just accept that fact and own it? And I like, mean, her mom's a Hoochie. So why not her a Hoochie? <laughs> yeah. So she knows what she feels comfortable with. Yeah. 
she just really likes boys looking at her body. She had a boyfriend, a secret boyfriend, when she was in seventh grade. So she was 12. He was 14 because he was held back a year and a year older. And she met him in special day classes. And basically they were dating and she gave him full permission to touch her butt all day and rub his hands on her butt. What do the teachers do? Nothing. They did nothing. And I said, Bella, that's not appropriate. That's not, why are you doing that? Well, because he's my boyfriend. I'm like, do you like it? Is this what you wanted? Well, no, but he said that's what. And I'm like, so then why didn't you say stop? And this is where my concern comes for her. Yeah. There's no boundaries because she doesn't know what the right boundaries no. are. And she wants the approval so badly she'll let them do whatever. Yep. Which is why I'm literally walking her to school and walking her home every day. That's going to go over well. I mean, we literally live right next to the school, like (laughs) right next to the school. It's going to take us a hot two minutes to walk. Okay. So yeah, life update is I'm terrified of school next year, high school. I'm terrified for you. At least you know you're not alone being terrified. Uh, I'm with you. Thank you. That's scary. And and I think it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that there's only so much you can do, you know? Yeah. Cause like a lot of this is just, she had 10 years of crap and yep. bad examples. And that's a lot ingrained. Yeah. You know, and it's not going to take three years to ingrain that. It's going to take so much more Yeah, to figure it out. I wish I could find the thing for her. I thought it might be theater, but then it turns out it's really not, you know, <laughs> she, the whole thing comes down to practice Anything that she has to do over and over again to get better at, she doesn't want to do. But that's everything. There's there's going to be something that she finds. I Even, hope so. Maybe it's not volleyball. Maybe there's going to be something that she finds that's going to be worth it all. I hope so. Because even Zandy with acting, like part mm-hmm. of me is like, is it acting? But I think if she gets a little bit more taste of acting, it's going to be acting. Yeah. I think if she gets a little bit more, like if she books something that's actually a, a legit thing, like she loved doing that commercial. Nice. Yeah. So if she gets a couple more of those, I think then she'll take it seriously of like, oh, I got to work at this. But right now it's like, she's still an eight year old who doesn't want to play. Yeah. You know, who wants to play? Who doesn't want to work? So we'll see. We're going to see what happens. And Tony's good and Anna's good. Anna's your, Anna's my favorite. Let's let's not lie. (laughs) Anna, I mean. Okay. Here's the thing. So we have the nature versus nurture debate, right? And when it comes to Tony and Bella, I'm like, well, that's nature. That wasn't me. I did everything I could. But with Anna, I'm like, that's nurture. That's totally 100% nurture. <laughs> She's coming out great. The other day we were asking them if they understood what the word sabotage meant. She's like, yeah. And she, perfect definition. Awesome. And I was like, you go girl. I mean, she's smart. She's a smart, spunky kid. And I think she'll transition just fine into junior high. She's going to probably join her brother at the charter school. She's going to be great. All right. I have no worries about her. She's feisty and she's not gonna let anybody hold her down that's awesome tony tony we're actually gonna put into uh taekwondo really okay yes i determined that that was probably the best martial arts for him just based on how they practice it does he want to do a martial arts i think so i think that will actually give him self-confidence because he feels very weak right now okay and uh feels that he can get picked on easily but I think Taekwondo pushes a lot of self-control, which is what he needs. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I think together he will actually excel and do really well at Taekwondo. I think it's something that's special and unique and just kind of for him. And I think that's something he's really going to enjoy. 
Anna's going to go into cheerleading. That's what she's going to do. We're going to join. There's a cheerleading place that you can go. And oh, that's cool. Outside of school. And she's going to do that. And then Bella, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm scared for you. How's your life update? Um, The kids are alive. <laughs> so Success. That's a plus. Yeah. I mean, the Though, expectations honestly, are... Sometimes I'm like, if one of them was gone... <laughs> I got some heart, yeah. Zandy made a comment a couple of days ago of like, life was so much easier without brother. And I was like, yep, <laughs> yep, it was. And then I had a long pause and thought, I should probably say something encouraging. Because I, <laughs> I was like, I'm right there with you. And then I said something like, well, we're family, so we're going to get through it or something. You know, yeah. Hallmark-ish or something. Uh, I'm supposed to say. But it's been hard with Jackson. He's just strong and he's like a two-year-old. So that two-year-old tantrums with the four-year-old strength is hard to handle. Yeah. And so I'm now at the point where they used to be able to just have him downstairs and they would like watch him enough. Now I'm like, I don't know. He's so strong. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like he throws one can the correct way and it can like brain damage yeah. them. You yeah, know? No, I gotcha. So it's kind of hard in that sense. Um Lexi's doing pretty decent. Like for the most part, she's staying in school. She's doing well. She can read way more than I give her credit for, mm-hmm. which is awesome. She's not running from class. She's doing what she needs to do. That's good. That's great. She's enjoying that Lexi, that Zandy is doing stuff so that she has more time with us solo. Mm-hmm. But she has expressed she wants to start taking tap dance. And so we're going to oh, like, cute. okay, so we're going to, it doesn't open up until the end of June. Gotcha. So we'll probably do that and let her do that. She's kind of indifferent about doing the acting class. Like I want her to take the acting class because I know the twin thing is big and then mm-hmm. they get book more stuff. They're at the age now where they need to be working on it. You yeah. Know? But Zandy's the one that likes the acting, correct? And so Lexi? Zandy's doing acting and she's doing ballet and she's loving it and mm-hmm. enjoying all of it. I'm just saying Lexi can be for the long shots then. Like, That's what I was thinking too. Zandy. I was like, Zandy can do all the acting stuff and then she could be the stuntman. Yeah. That's how I have him in the future. Um, so we'll see. So the acting class is going really well. It's expensive. Yeah. But it, her self-confidence has improved. That's it right. makes me feel really little though. Like really <laughs> little. Cause I sit there and all these other moms come in and dads and they're like talking about their Instagram account for their kids. Oh, gross. Trying to get likes and stuff. And then how like they had all these auditions last week of five auditions and they had to be on set two or three times next week. And they're, they're all like working actors. Yeah. And I'm like, we haven't done anything we don't book <laughs> a lot we get callbacks but they never choose us i'm not going to do an instagram account for her i barely do my instagram account and i probably should up mother f and podcast instagram <laughs> account so it's just hard to hear them yeah. all like they're kind of crazy yeah. a little bit and i'm just like i don't want to be that no i got you but then a part gotcha. of me is like am i doing a disservice for zandy because she wants to do this like should i be doing that but i don't want to push her like that no i understand i don't want i want her to be a kid like i'm hoping that what comes out of this is that she gets comfortable doing the auditions and she gets comfortable doing all the interviews and all the being on set and all that stuff. That when it matters to her, like when she's 12, yeah. 13, 14, and she really chooses to want to do it, that she has enough background to, to have do a it. leg up. Yeah, that's great. But some of these, I mean, they're working so much and they're doing yeah. so much and they, they say they enjoy it and they say, I mean, I don't think any of the kids don't. I think they enjoy it. Yeah. Like, they look forward to acting class all the time. And I don't think they're being like pushed into something they don't want to sure, do. Sure. But a part of me is just like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> y'all are crazy. And I don't want to be cray cray. Nope. I I'm really cra- I've got crazy enough. Yeah. 
So, but Andy right now is refusing to go to the math table with her teacher. So she's bringing all her homework home. Her mm. schoolwork becomes homework because she's bringing it home. It's just, we're having some issues there. Like, and I don't yeah. know what we're going to do next year. Like a part of me was settled that we are going to stay where we are yeah. and keep the support. And we know exactly where Jackson's going to go and we're comfortable with that. And I think we're happy with it. And it's two different schools and the girls could go to his school. And so Lexi's had conversations with me like, well, maybe if it's a good fit for Jackson there, then it's probably a good fit for me because I don't need nearly as much as Jackson needs. So it's probably good for me. Maybe I go with there with him so he has me. Aww. Maybe I go there with him. I mean, it's be a little scary because I don't know tons of people, but I didn't know lots of people when I went there. So maybe went to, you know, the school we're at yeah. now. So maybe I'll meet new friends. I know so-and-so and so-and-so. Like maybe I go there too. And I'm like, I just figured out that you weren't going to go there. <laughs> and now you're coming up with your own idea. My goodness. And then Zandy will randomly be like, three teachers is really scary. How am I going to handle that next year? Like she'll come out of the clear blue, like oh, nervous no. and anxious about it. So I'm like, well, maybe we don't stay where we are and we go to the other school. So I'm just as lost with the girls. I, I will say there is but, convenience if they're all at one school. Supporting one school, drop off at one school. Yep. Like I am like, this could be really good. Mm -hmm. But then I don't know, like they are familiar with their school and we have a support there that's working. Like, but the I don't girls know if we give also up. sound pretty excited about it. I don't know. It's an interesting idea to talk about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like a part of me is like, have you let them tour the school? We haven't let them tour and I thought about it, but they can't keep their mouth shut. And so mm. we're, I need to act like we're staying at our school so that they can do the proper transitions for next year. Gotcha. Because if we say we're not going, they're not going to yeah. do. Like, Why don't you just say we're going to go tours so we can see where Jackson's going to go to school? Oh, I like the way you're going with this. Your mind thinks well, my friend. <laughs> That's an idea. Going, You're not going to go here, but we're just going to see it for Jackson so you know yeah. where he is. Yeah. That's a great idea, even though they're totally enrolled in that school. <laughs> they're enrolled in both schools and Jackson's enrolled in both schools. Although I need to do the paperwork for the school that he's not going to go to, even though <laughs> I feel like I should just do it just in case. Yeah. No, so, I got you. Yeah. So other than that, I mean, we're starting a new behavioral therapy for Jackson. Well, we're going to start. I had to do 12 hours Yeesh. of online training. It ended up not being 12 hours, mainly because I just skipped a whole lot. <laughs> And then if it made me play a video, I played the video and then went and did something else until yeah. I was done and then came back and restarted it. So it really wasn't 12 hours, but it was longer than it needed to be for yeah, me. I gotcha. You know what it was about? What? A kid with autism. Oh. Like I had to do all this training for kids with autism. My but, kid doesn't have yeah. autism. Yes. Granted, but you know what's there interesting? are similarities. I get their similarities, but my brain, my child doesn't have but it's interesting because the autism families have to do 12 hours of training on FASD kids. Uh, that's probably so true. <laughs> we should just, you know, change notes. I was just like, really? Like, yeah. I get, I mean, yes, I know more about my friend's child now and, you know, and your nephew. You're going to be a really great yeah. support it system. Was, I finished it all. It was good. So now I got to print out those certificates and send it to the regional center so that they can fund the behavioral therapy that we want. But yeah, so that was annoying. Okay. So but he's, I think that, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a lot more therapy. It's going to be 20 to 25 hours a week. Wow. Which is a lot. 
But these therapists are supposedly are supposed to be more like life oriented in the sense that they should oh, be good. able to come with us certain places. So oh, we can good. arrange for them to come here. Oh, nice. At the, like, well, not here. You don't know well, where yeah, here but... is. We can arrange for them to like go to the zoo with us and we can arrange for them to go to the dojo when I'm, when the kids have crafts so that I can nice. actually watch the girls do craw versus yeah. wrangle Jackson around. So it'll be a lot more fun. That's awesome. I think actually it's going to help with the summer because we'll just have one day a week where we just go somewhere and I'll have extra help that I'm not paying for, which would be really nice. Gotcha. That's cool. That's awesome. So yeah. I mean, other than that, we're doing, we're all right. I think we're, I mean. Sounds cool. They're alive. We're surviving. We're okay. What about Bobby? How are you and Bobby? Oh, we're great. He's yeah, the best same. person in the whole world. Sorry, Patty. No, Chris is. No, sorry, Chris. Let's just agree that Bobby's the best person for you <laughs> and Chris is the best person for me. He's a good guy. He's a good guy who lets me do crazy things. All I have to do is book four-star hotels or hire. Ooh. Did I tell you? Priceline. It's the best thing. We did last-minute deal again because I'm doing a show in Arizona. And I booked a really nice four-star hotel. Super cheap. Sweet. So he's very happy. I need you to start planning all my vacations. I think I'm going to have that. You did that. Give you a budget and you can <laughs> do it. I'm in. All right. Sounds good. Chris is doing well. I don't get to see him anymore because of this job. But one day we'll get to see each other again. It'll be beautiful. It'll be, good. It'll be yeah. beautiful. It's like we never left each other. <laughs> so give us your update. What's going on in your life? What have you learned from us, from not us, from what not to do, what to do? There's this, a lot of what not to do. Probably. But give us a ring. Give us an email. Shoot us an Instagram post or something. <laughs> whatever you do. A ticky talk, talk, talk thing. We want to hear from you. The Mother Effin Podcast is hosted and produced by Patty Crouch and Heather Dragulescu. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to visit us online at mothereffinpodcast.com.